Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Still looking for a reliable source for all your true crime needs? Check out True Crime Magazine, the world's leading publication devoted to true crime, serial killers, and criminal minds. True Crime Magazine publishes exclusive articles based on original research, presenting new discoveries and fresh interpretations by a team of expert authors such as Michael Butterfield, a recognized Zodiac killer expert who served as a consultant for news articles, television documentaries, and director David Fincher's major motion picture, Zodiac. So creepy. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. R.J. Parker, who is the author of 25 true crime books, an expert in serial murder and criminal profiling. And Dr. Bill Kimberlin, who is a professor of psychology, recognized death penalty and death row expert. And now, exclusively for Wine and Crime fans, True Crime Magazine is hooking you up with an additional $10 discount off of the already on sale price. So visit thecrimemag.com forward slash wine and crime to learn more about this awesome offer. (laughs) Try my jam, not a witch. Eat a cookie, not a witch. I want to go as not a witch for Halloween, but no one would get it. (laughs) Come here, child, not a witch. But totally dress up as a witch. Not a witch. I don't think I get it. No, 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 not a witch, not a witch. When we were at at Apple Days last fall. We're moving anyway. And there was, you know, they have like vendors or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was this one booth that was handing out like flavored caramel corn, like flavored mm-hmm. popcorn. And this absolutely had to have been an animated corpse, old yeah. woman, and wearing in a all, rocking chair. Yeah, pink and red. Like everything was yes. pink and red, and she was handing out popcorn to children. Like, yeah, child, have some free candy. And Amanda oh, and I were like, not a witch. It was I'm so not a creepy. Witch. And like the way she, w- her hooked arm was like putting the popcorn in the children's hands. I think she had a a wart on her nose. (laughs) It was a hooked nose. She was a witch. She was not a witch. (laughs) Not a witch. Have a free cookie. Not a witch. (laughs) Anytime you have to preface giving food to children with not a witch. With not a witch. Probably not You're a witch. I love it. You are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Canyon. I'm Lucy. And I'm Amanda. And this week, uh, we decided to give you guys another treat in our, uh, what we're calling (laughs) Beyond Stupid series. I um, love these episodes. <laughs> these episodes are just nice and light and fun and silly and stupid. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, last time we talked about just dumb criminals in general. This time we're going to be talking about murders over really petty bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop you right there. Last time we talked about thieves. Thank you. 
And oh, this time I thought we were doing petty crimes, so neither of mine are murders. So I think I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> I misunderstood the assignment. Oh. I did too. Mine's not a murder. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 We're struggling this week. I think I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> they remade my belly with skin from my butt. <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh my god! We're, all of us did the wrong thing. So we're not talking about murders over petty shit. Although I am. Apparently, one of us is. <laughs> a murder is still a crime. So now I we're talking, we were about, talking about petty, petty crimes. crimes, which murder would not be a petty crime. That would be like I don't know a felony. Let me just point out that the only clarification on our calendar was petty BS. So yep. that's open to interpretation. Thank you. I agree. And I think this is going to be a great episode. So it might be a little disjointed, but no, it'll definitely Never. be stupid. So that'll fit in the series. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. But before we even get there, <laughs> we have about a thousand things to plug. So yep. shall we chug away? But yeah, plug. let's. Let's butt plug away. Butt plug. Let's butt plug away. So we have some really cool stuff coming up for the weekend of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, on Saturday, October 28th, Lucy and I are going to be sitting on the panel of judges with our friend Scott Artley, who you will know if you've listened to the live show, mm-hmm. um, for the Girl Scout Queer Halloween Dance Party. Yeah. I so, could not be more excited about this. We're going to be in costume. The theme is coven, but I think we're kind of tweaking that a little bit for our own costumes. You can come as anything you want, but they're doing a coven theme. Um, we are going to be judging based on like most inventive, funniest costume, and best dressed. We're going to pick three contestants for each category. Um, and then we'll be relying on the audience to help us choose winners via applause for the costume contest. Are we allowed um, to nominate ourselves? No. Okay. So Not that's totally fine. No. no. Um, there is a check-in for the costume at 1130. We will be judging the costume at midnight, and there are a bunch of bomb-ass prizes that are apparently going to be given to the winners. We don't know the details on those uh, prizes. I think they're kind of keeping them a little close to the chest so it can be a surprise. Mm. Um, but they have some really cool sponsors, so I'm excited about that. Um, they're also going to be giving free tarot readings from 9.30 to 11.30 via Big Mouth Tarot. So some really amazing talented tarot readers are going to be coming in That's and so cool. um, doing some readings for you. And this is a 21 plus show. Um, it is $10 cover. DJ Ari Atari is going to be there, so that's going to be super bomb, tons of dancing, and it's going to be hosted in the fun and somewhat creepy location of Hell's Kitchen on 80 South 9th Street in Minneapolis. Um, Please come. It's going to be so much fun. You can hang out with us. Um, We can't wait to dress up and see what you guys have in store, and we would absolutely love to have you there. And it's 10 bucks for like a really fun night of Halloween shenanigans in downtown Minneapolis, so you're not going to find anything else like that. If I had any money, I would be flying back to the States to attend this event. I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I know. should be. It's going to be well, like devastated that I'm not going to be You're about 
to get more jealous. I know. Because on Sunday the 29th. <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> I'm so fine. sorry. Go on. Cry into your wine. Cry into your wine. Okay. Um, Lucy and I are also hosting a wine and crime murder mystery meetup <laughs> with the Hell folks yeah. at the Haunted Basement Minneapolis at their new location at 2010 East Hennepin Avenue. Again, this is Sunday, October 29th. Um, ticketing is a little bit weird. So <laughs> you, we have a couple of uh, time slots blocked off for entering the haunted basement. Lucy and I are going to go down there. It's going to be... I got a little sneak peek. It's really cool. I don't want to give anything away, but I couldn't be more excited. And nine out of ten times, I pee my pants a little bit. So if you want to experience <laughs> that, you should definitely come. Um, we're going to be entering the haunted basement in uh, like 15-minute intervals between 6.15 and 7 p.m. Um, and then we're all going to be meeting up in this really beautiful courtyard after the uh, basement, if you survive it. But I assume you will. Um, oh, God. To hang out, kind of do our murder mystery meetup, and drink a bunch of wine. Hell yeah. So for the meetup alone, you pay 15 bucks. You can buy that ticket the same way you did for our live show. So wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. Um, if you'd like to also access the basement, we will be posting a link to the Haunted Basement tickets on our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com, and giving details of what time slot to purchase for. Um, this is also a 21 plus event since I will be providing wine to all of you. Um, and when you buy your ticket, you'll get an email invitation that's assigning you a character Ooh. and giving you a little backstory on what we're going to be doing. And there is actually going to be like a murder mystery game for I all of us it. to play. So it's going to be so much fun. Um, we absolutely encourage you to come in costume. It'd be really cool if you got super into your character. That said, if you're also planning on going down to the basement, um, they always suggest that you wear closed-toed shoes, um, clothes that you really don't mind getting dirty. There's a lot of fake blood down there. Oh, my God. Um, I don't it, do yeah. well with haunted no heels. houses. No heels. Oh, it's great. There are smells. There are sounds. Ow. I mean, this is like one of the most fucked up haunted houses ever, <laughs> and I am obsessed with it. I've gone every year for the last, I don't even know how many years, five, six years, and I have never been disappointed. It's so much fun. It's so cool fun that they're so, yeah. with us. Yeah. It's going to be really awesome, and it's nice because if you are a Frady cat and you just want to hang out with us and you really don't want to go in the basement, you can still come hang out with us for fi and do that uh, murder mystery party for $15. Mm -hmm. um, I have And to you can buy the, the basement, basement ticket separate. Ugh. Oh, you do. I'm making you go. <laughs> I will be clutching your arm so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then they'll separate us, and you'll be alone in a dark no, room, and it'll be awesome. I don't like that at all. You'll hear me the whole time. I am literally screaming obscenities through the entire basement. You can't can't miss it. I'm gonna wear a poncho. You won't. You won't have room to be scared because you'll just hear me wear yelling. A poncho and a diaper, an adult diaper, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's actually shoes. really that's and a good costume. Steel-toed boots. It's a really good costume. Do the All goblins right, so have to sign a waiver too in case I like react? In case they get punched. instinctively. No, but the the you do sign a waiver and you are not allowed to touch the actors, but they are allowed to touch you. <laughs> I don't. Like a strip. Touching's club. a two way street, man. <laughs> You're touching me, basement, I'm touching you. <laughs> touching you. <laughs> um, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but I would just say, all of you folks, keep those calendars open for the evenings of October 28th and October 29th. We're going to be hanging out around Minneapolis, 
doing some really cool Halloween stuff, and we absolutely want to see you guys there. Best please, yeah. holiday. Please, please, please come, or we will be just three or four of us drinking two <laughs> cases of wine trying to do a murder mystery party for like 60 people alone. I'm just yelling, it's Amanda! I'm going home. Don't make us look that that sad, please. <laughs> oh my god. And then I have one last very, very, very exciting mm-hmm. thing to discuss with everyone. This is a little bit more serious and uh, we're thrilled to be a part of it and I will just kind of go over my little statement here. So uh, Investigation Discovery, the acclaimed television channel that all of us are obsessed with. That we all um, lot of really good every day. Yeah, a lot yeah. of really good reruns of Forensic Files on Discovery ID. Uh, man um, They have a new series that they are actually filming in Minneapolis this week. It's called The Unsolved. And this series is focusing two hours on the Christopher Jenkins murder case. Um, If you haven't heard of it, uh, I will tell you now, but Minneapolis residents are pretty familiar with this case. Um, Jenkins was a student at the University of Minnesota. He was last seen on Halloween night um, in 2002, leaving the Lone Tree Bar, which unfortunately does not exist now, but was a pretty popular spot at the time. he was thrown out of the bar and disappeared. Four months later, his body was found in the Mississippi River um, near the Horseshoe Dam area. Authorities did rule it an accidental drowning at first, but after four years, they changed it to a homicide, mm. to a murder case, which is unprecedented in really any of these cases. Typically, once a cause of death is determined, it's extremely hard for it to be overruled. Yeah, they don't like to change their minds on that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And as part of the series, Investigation Discovery investigators are looking into this case. They're trying to come up with answers. They're asking for all of our help. If you have any knowledge of this case, please reach out and contact the Unsolved team. And I'm going to give you a phone number where they can be reached. That number is 612 643 1410. And I'm not going to touch on it too much, but we are going to keep kind of coming back to this over the course of the next several months, kind of trying to help them out. We're working with them a little bit on their show. And um, honestly, for anyone who was college age or entering college at the time of Chris Jenkins' disappearance, you remember it. It was kind of like every parent's worst nightmare. And that nightmare continues for Chris's parents. And we're this discovery idea is just really trying to put this uh, case back in the spotlight. They're running this special. They're uh, bringing in outside investigators and um, really trying to put some light back on this case so that we can maybe find some leads. So if there's anything that you know or anything that you want to share, once again, I'll give you that phone number. It's 612 612- Six four three one four one zero. All right, let's get to the crazy stuff now. All right, hey, yeah. what, what is done our wine? Cru- <laughs> we'll stop butt plugging. <laughs> stop butt plugging. <laughs> what is our wine crime pairing for whatever the hell this episode topic is? You guys <laughs> petty are gonna kill me. Pettiness over this pairing. Is it a Grenache? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. I chose <clears throat> the low-hanging fruit white Zinfandel. <laughs> Perfect. It retails at seven forty-nine a bottle. Oh yes. 
And I had to pick this because A, the jokes on this episode will absolutely be low-hanging fruit yeah. because these criminals are so stupid that the jokes basically write themselves. The episode itself and was low-hanging fruit, it let's was. be honest. And B, to uh, drink a bottle of this feels like a petty crime or potentially a murder. <laughs> of some of your brain cells, anyway. Yeah, some something's going to go. Um, anyway, uh, drinking a bottle of this garbage, let's be honest, uh, sort of feels like a petty crime. So I wanted to put all of us through that. I'm sorry if you love White Zen. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I have no words. So let's talk about the difference between White Zinfandel and Rosé, because this is a question that pops up, honestly, all the time. I assumed it was just um, red and white mixed together. That is not the case. Oh, okay. God. Oh, that geez. is never the case. That was ke- what Kenyon thought Rosé was for a while. No. <laughs> no. Actually, at mm-hmm. some... at some, I'm pretty sure that was on an episode that one of you said that. At some dive bars, that's what they do. Yeah, but that's not what Rosé is. Okay. Or White Zen. I'm way too much of a bitch and snob to think that. <laughs> I'm going to go back and find that episode where one of you said that and figure out which one me. it was. Yeah. It probably was. No Lucy. one can tell anyway. us apart anyway. Um, both wines are made in a similar way. So the last couple times we've talked about rosé, you talk about how a lot of the wine gets its color from how much like the skin is left on the wine during fermentation. So if they remove a bunch of the skins, then you're left with mostly just the juice and you're going to get a much lighter um, color to the wine. So that is still you know, the process in terms of the wine making. But um, rosés have been made in France for over 2,000 years with old world grapes like Grenache, Mauverde, Syrah, and Cinso. So mm-hmm. white Zin, um, it's made from Zinfandel, as you know, mm-hmm. and Zinfandel is not considered an old world grape. Mm-hmm. So that would not classify it as a rosé. So that's a pretty easy trick. If it's made with an old world grape, it's likely going to be called a rosé. If it's not, it'll probably be called a different variation of the grape that's used. So like white Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. so white Zin is like a tacky nouveau riche wine for tacky nouveau riche people. Am I right? Pretty much, mm-hmm. but there's an amazing story that mm. I'm about to tell you. All right. And it might be completely false. But I did not want to fact check it because it's amazing. <laughs> so I'm asking all of you to please let me live in a world where this is real and do not submit corrections. <laughs> Telling you right now, mm-hmm. I need to keep this alive. That can go for literally everything we say, though. <laughs> Pretty much, but especially this. Mm-hmm. So White Zinfandel was first made in California in the 70s by Bob Trinchero of Sutter Home Winery uh-huh. and was Actually, the result of a fortuitous accident. Hmm. Spilling in the an red effort into to create, the white. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not far off. In an effort to create a richer Zinfandel from his vineyards, um, he removed 550 gallons of juice from the fermenting tank to allow a higher skin to juice ratio. So that's what we talked about earlier. He wanted that like rich, dark. Mm-hmm. Um, Zinfandel, and his theory was that this would make the resultant Zinfandel wine um, like super rich. So the the way they're having you think of it is like Kool Aid. When you're mixing Kool Aid, less water to more powder, you're going to have a really intense flavor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was what he was going for. But 
he now had a problem because he had this 550 gallons of white juice on his hands and nowhere to put it. And he didn't want to just toss it. So he made (laughs) wine and sold it in 1973 and 1974 under the name White Zinfandel. And the wine had its like trademark pink color and was also a little dry at the time. But in 1975, a, quote, stuck fermentation resulted in a higher than normal amount of residual sugar being left in the wine. And the rest is history. People just went like apeshit for it. They loved it. Yeah, because they weren't going to be like, well, we ruined this batch. We're going to toss it. They were going to be like, oh, it's a different vintage. This is a 1975 (laughs) sweet white zin. And people go crazy for it. It's estimated that more than 10 million cases of white Zinfandel are sold every year. Wow. So people fucking love it. Wow. People love it. So white Zin is like, it's like the donut Hmm? holes of wine. Yeah. They're so good. I was going to say it's like, it's like the chocolate chip cookie of wine because chocolate chip cookies were a mistake. Right. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somebody was trying. They put the chocolate chips in the dough, just like scattered around the dough, thinking that it would melt and make chocolate cookies. But Uh the chips didn't melt. They just stayed in place. Oh, my God. So crazy. Yep. Okay. Yep. So there you go, ladies. And uh, big shock, this is a crack today. They did not want to put a cork in this white Zinfandel. (laughs) (laughs) Not uh, shelling out for the cork. Got it. Nope. So shall we crack and crack dive it. into what is bound to be a terrible idea? Mm-hmm. Crack away. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. Solid crack. Solid Soup crack. Solid, nice crack. <laughs> All right. La, Cheers, what, friends. What is our background in psych for uh, pettiness, <clears throat> Tom Petty murders. <laughs> Petty BS. Oh, oh, too soon. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, I know. Too soon. He died. I know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> fine. <Cut> okay. <laughs> All right. So I kind I of went over most of the psychology between like stupid people committing crimes in the mm-hmm. first. Uh, you know, stupid criminals yeah, stupid episode. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today I was looking at cases and all the ones that I was finding had to do with fast food restaurants. Mm. <laughs> I'm so pe- glad because one of my cases <clears throat> is along this line. A lot of pettiness happens there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, why do people get so fucking upset when it comes mm-hmm. to their food? And I think Amanda can definitely attest Mm. Uh, working in restaurants, people will throw the biggest fit about yeah. the stupidest shit. Yeah. And I think it's just because, I don't know, people are crazy about their food. I am. I mm-hmm. also think it's a symptom of a different problem. Like, people who are having issues in their lives, I, f- <clears throat> I feel, in my opinion, having worked in restaurants for so long, tend to lash out at much smaller things. Uh-huh. Yeah. As, like, a source of release. For their shit. And, and it's so hard for me to be like, hey, just because your life is garbage doesn't mean you have to bring it here and flip a table over a fucking cheeseburger. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not having it. Well, not today, so, Satan. <laughs> they want to, like, exert control over something mm-hmm. in their lives, and it's it's low risk for them, low stakes for them to just be really fucking rude to a server for no reason. Exactly. Funny that you're saying that person again. them, because I have a personal anecdote from yesterday. 
Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, no. Saturday. What did you do at McDonald's? It wasn't McDonald's. It was oh, Burger no. King. Oh, God. <laughs> Even so worse. Saturday, like, late mornings is my air running around doing errand time, mm-hmm. errands time, because my favorite yeah. NPR shows are on at that time. And, you know, usually go a little slow on Saturday mornings, so I stop and get, like, usually my McDonald's Coke, my hangover cure, and some fries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I was feeling a little frisky, and I was like, you know what? I want to I go to Burger King today. So I went to the worst fucking Burger King in this entire fucking city that I I don't know why I did it. I knew it was bad. I'd had it every single time I've been there. It's been awful. So mm-hmm. <laughs> order the number one, which is a Whopper with French fries and a drink. Mm-hmm. Go to the window. Give him my money. He doesn't say a word to me, just hands me back my change and then hands me a bag, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. Driving mm-hmm. away. I'm like a mile away trying not to eat the fries before I get home because you know you won't stop and then your burger fry ratio will be totally off when you do get yeah. home. Yep. Yep. Fortunately, I did reach into the bag. No fries. What? Like, what? what? That's the worst. Like, uh, what? I-, I paid for them. <clears throat> yeah, nope. No. Right. So I turned around, went back. I said, oh, my fries weren't in the bag. And he's like, oh, pull forward. Hands me my fries. Okay, that's fine. I get home. The fries were awful. They were like (laughs) greasy when they were crammed into the little cone. They were not salted. And when I took a bite of the burger, there was no cheese on it. Mm. Oh. So I had to put my own cheese on the burger, put it in the microwave, whatever. It worked out, but I was like kind of livid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank God. That's why it's a fast food restaurant and they just have a drive through because they're like, we're not fucking dealing with your shit. So, well, sayonara. Actually, so I did do a case, which the, yeah, the drive through didn't really protect the manager. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have I have a fast food rage story that's short. Do tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> I t- oh okay. When we were living in New Jersey, um, mm-hmm. we went online because it was like two a.m. and we didn't know if the McDonald's by our house was a twenty-four hour McDonald's or not. It wasn't a drive-through because mm-hmm. it was in Hoboken, like in a city. So we didn't know if it was 24 hours or not. So we went on to like Yelp just to see if uh-huh. it was still open. And then we got Good sidetracked Lord. reading the Yelp reviews of this McDonald's. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That was so good. And one of them was <laughs> got stabbed here, would go back. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> And to the point. Yeah. Like, okay. So to speak. Got it. Yeah. That's like when we were traveling through cross country as a family many years ago, and we stopped at like a KFC in Gary, Indiana, and it was like the most <laughs> horrifying place ever. And there was like an altercation with the folks in front of us because this single woman was buying like an enormous bucket of chicken, uh-huh. and the guy behind the counter like made fun of her, and she flipped out, and he was just like, "Bitch, I don't know how you eat." <laughs> and then he my said- mom and me and my sister were like. He said something like, 
Oh, yeah. I don't know how you live. That's what it was. Yeah, bitch, I don't know how you live. <laughs> Which, like, girl, if you're getting your own bucket of chicken, you are living big. Like, that's fucking awesome. Do it. I want to be you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I I'm love trying it. to eat. <laughs> okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> what is um, So your first case anyway, has to do with fast psych. food? <laughs> yeah, but I found also a Slate article. Uh, called McRage, and it was basically talking about people who get super pissed off at fast food restaurants, and they had a gorgeous little montage of incidents that I just have to read. They're outrageous. Perfect. So it says, in January, Toledo, Ohio, resident Melody Duchesne punched out a McDonald's drive-thru window when she was told they didn't sell chicken McNuggets in the morning. Yeah. Which, why not? It's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, they we also, can all agree. They don't sell burgers before like 11 a.m. or so 10.30 or something. It yeah, depends on the day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so dumb. Another woman recently drove through a crowd of people in a McDonald's <laughs> parking lot injuring four. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> in 2008, a Los Angeles man punched a 16-year-old girl in the face at a McDonald's <gasps> after she complained about him cutting in line. Well, dude, don't cut in line. <clears throat> yeah, asshole. that's his fucking fault. She was there first. He, sh- he should have gotten punched. Mm-hmm. A Wendy's customer reportedly assaulted a female clerk at a drive-thru window in 2007 after she didn't tell him to have a nice day. Oh, my God. Fucking, fucking patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You didn't smile. I get my meal for free. <laughs> the, Bureau, you. the Bureau of Labor Statistics says homicides in, quote, limited service restaurants, which, inc- you know, like fast food restaurants, yep. have gone down from 35 in 2007 to a mere 15 in 2009. Oh, oh good so, job, America. Good for us. <laughs> <laughs> homicides wasn't there In this week food restaurant some story of, i don't think it was a homicide but there was like an assault at a mcdonald's because they like temporarily brought back szechuan dipping sauce and, and, <laughs> and this, then took and, it away again and this particular location like ran out because it's like a limited Ooh. edition sauce and like two customers Ooh. like assaulted an employee over Sounds the about right. Sauce. That's a yeah. really good sauce, though. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get I've it. been there. Yeah. <laughs> so the rate of assault is twice as high than at full service restaurants, um, and this is because for several reasons they're prone to robbery. Um, yeah. They have a low, a young, low income customers. The employees mm-hmm. don't get paid well, so. They don't give a shit, really. No. Um, There's lots of loitering. There's lots of cash around. They're open late. They're located on major thoroughfares, so, like, quick getaway. Um, Yeah. The drive-thrus, like, they're just asking for it. They get a lot of really excellent points. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Now I'm, like, afraid to go to fast food restaurants. Yeah, just go during the day. Hot beds for crime. They are and not to mention all of the like drunk people that end up there in oh, the yeah. middle of the night. Oh, highly volatile. Yeah. Um, okay, so that brings me to my case, which <laughs> takes place at a Taco Bell on yes. mm. Rigsby Road in San Antonio, Texas, on Sunday, March twentieth, two thousand eleven. Mm. I'm getting fast food after we record this I'm because out. I am really can't. hungry. Yeah, I'm so hungry. I want like 18 chalupas. Chicken chalupa <laughs> supreme. Oh 
So good. Okay, but speaking of limited time only dipping sauces, they had a ghost uh-huh. pepper hot sauce at Taco Bell for a while. And it, was it was so good. So fucking good. And they don't have it anymore. I Monsters. Know. They really are. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> so March 20th, 2011, 37-year-old Ricardo Jones ordered <laughs> oh, ordered God. seven beefy crunch burritos <laughs> at the drive-thru. <laughs> Yes, King. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know how yes, you live. Yes, you did. I don't know how you live. Jo- but I like it. Jones flew into a rage after discovering that each beefy crunch burrito had gone from ninety nine cents up to a dollar forty nine. That's a big leap. Yeah, it's fifty cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but if you look at it in terms of percentages mm-hmm. and each, mm-hmm. he's spending another like. Three dollars and fifty cents plus tax. On that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. A lot of money. So he it's like sh- three more tacos. He shot an air gun at the manager through the drive through window. Oh my he, god. He then parked his car in the parking lot and brandished an assault rifle and a pistol through the roof of his red Mini Cooper. Red <gasps> Mini Cooper? Just kidding. It was a Mitsubishi <laughs> Eclipse, but that'd be hilarious. You fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. <laughs> also, this might be another good time to talk about fucking gun control laws right. in this country. Right. Well, I don't think Jesus that's what the founding Christ. fathers had in mind. Just no. going to put it out there that that doesn't sound like a well-regulated militia, even though he's eating for one. Yeah. <laughs> well, burn. I'll- I'll get back to the weapons. <laughs> so Jones Burn. fled. Kenyon is so pleased with this. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right. Control anyway. yourself. I shall not. Can you even fit I an assault rifle in a red Mini Cooper? It's such a terribly engineered vehicle. <laughs> Specifically like the a red ones. Stamp in there. Red ones are worse. I like the, okay. the red ones. ones are smaller somehow. So Jones fled when the cops arrived. They pulled him over two miles away where he shot one of these weapons at the police officers, shattering a windshield, but not injuring anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they opened fire on him. Natch. Mm-hmm. He fled to his room at the nearby roadway Inn and barricaded himself inside his hotel room. Mm-hmm. This led to a three and a half hour standoff with the SWAT team. <gasps> What? With snipers on nearby roofs, employees of nearby <laughs> businesses evacuating people out, oh etc. It was like a big, <laughs> it was a BFD. And he that was burrito-less the whole time. Yeah, he didn't well, even get his burritos. Oh, I he ass- didn't? I don't think so. He shot the manager through the window. I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't I know suppose. if he got his burritos. They exchange money before they give you the goods, so well, he, it's possible he never got them. He probably didn't eat them, even if he did get them, because they eventually mm-hmm. got him out of his room with tear gas. Mm. Crazy. All of the weapons were later discovered to be air-powered. Mm. So, also, why have those also? Uh, um, yeah, like airsoft guns. Don't kids play with those? No, uh, like paintball. I, I don't know. I was picturing like more intense ones that can actually hurt someone if shot at like close range. You can get I hurt suppose, with those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were not it was enough to, kill to you, shatter windows. That's true. Like, Jesus Christ. They're still weapons. Anyway, so this was all over an additional $3.50 plus tax as earlier stated. 
Good God. Uh, Taco Bell manager Brian Tillerson told the San Antonio Express News, they did used to be 99 cents, but that was just a promotion. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jones, props to Brian Tillerson. He's always the The manager. He is Mr. Manager. Exactly. The perfect Taco Bell manager. Mm-hmm. I have another Brian quote here in a second. So Jones was charged with, I read two different things, either attempted capital murder and a weapons charge or two Oof. felony counts of ag assault against a public servant, which made me wonder if the public servant was the cop or the Taco it's Bell manager. The manager. <laughs> it should be the manager. His job is as dangerous and yeah, as terrible serving as a police the public officer. Right. And yeah. as necessary. Public servant. <laughs> so the other Jem Tillerson quote to close this out is, the weird thing is, he was here a week ago around the same time last Sunday. He yelled at me then, too. <laughs> this was premeditated then yeah. i think he came back to get into another altercation yeah. he's just with an weapons. asshole oh, no the promotion ended at me then too uh and if you go to the drive i have both a photo of ricardo jones and <gasps> a photo of a crunchy beef burrito God, that Beefy crunch good. burrito. But where's Brian Tillerson? He is the man wearing the day glow orange t-shirt in his mugshot. No, that. No, no I thought Brian Tillerson's the manager. Yeah. No, this is the criminal. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering where Brian Tillerson. Oh, I didn't find a photo of Brian is. Tillerson. Mm. Well, this is bullshit. I mean, I can Google. <laughs> I can find picture him, on Facebook. him so perfectly in my head. I don't want that. I dream picture shattered. him as like. The stapler guy from Office Space. Yeah, basically. He yelled at me then, too. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Brian. Shout out to Brian for being such a trooper. Uh, B-Tail, we love you. Yeah, Brian, if you're ever in Minneapolis, look me up. I'll hook you up with a meal that's not Taco Bell for your trouble. (laughs) We can go to Subway. (laughs) Yeah. Quiznos. I still stand by it. Jimmy (laughs) Jones. Oh. No, yes, I'll yes, pitch I a will fit take over. the sprouts. I like to live <laughs> on the edge. You know that the owner of Jimmy John's is like a trophy hunter who kills like endangered lions and shit, right? What? Yeah, but Jimmy John's is really yeah. good. Ugh, we don't eat at Jimmy John's ruined. anymore. I know. Sorry. Chris Brown, Jimmy John's, it's now Nelly. Fuck, now fucking Nelly. God damn They're it. dropping like Lies. I think it. the real problem is we just need to raise our standards, like on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a society, yeah, for sure. I just want to be fed and entertained. All right, without <laughs> you having like assaulted anyone mm-hmm. or killed any like super rare endangered animals, it's I really mean- not that hard. <laughs> no. Like, we're not asking for that much. I don't want to love Jimmy John's as much as I do. Yeah. But the number six vegetarian is really good. A turkey Queens, There are other vegetarian sandwiches in the world that you can get. Mm, All right. Name one. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? On principle alone, I won't. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. Let's keep moving here. <laughs> All right. Laura, right. is that the is that your the end of your segment? Yes, it is. 
So, I mean, I guess this is just a testament <laughs> to the mental health issues going on in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it apropos to be talking about our sponsor, Talk Space. Yeah, we if you get love this sponsor super so upset much. over a price hike of 50 cents at your mm-hmm. favorite taco mm-hmm. drive through Tax base might just be for you. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself yelling at random fast food managers, you might Brian need Tillerson. a little extra help. Brian Tillerson or, might need this service, actually. It's traumatized. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. Yes. yeah. If you work in the service industry and get yelled at over tacos, mm-hmm. you definitely need talk space. Mm-hmm. I Ta- know I do. Yeah. yeah. Taco space. Mm. Taco uh, Don't confuse anyone. <laughs> oh, no. It's not taco space. Um, basically, Talkspace is an online therapy company, and it makes it easy uh, to connect you with an experienced, licensed therapist. Um, and that therapist is handpicked just for you. So you go through this cool process where you talk about what your... Uh, mental health needs are, what kind of therapy you're interested in, and then they match you with someone that is perfect for you and what you need and what you're looking for. And Mm -hmm. then uh, for as little as 32 bucks a week, you can uh, send unlimited uh, text, audio, and video messages, uh, even video live chat with your therapist uh, whenever you want from wherever you are. That um, is so inexpensive. Like, yeah, the whole month is the same as one appointment. Ugh. Yeah, the, the yeah, the and whole like, month of a talk space service is the cost of one traditional in-person therapy appointment. Right, and you get so much more for your money. It's amazing, mm-hmm. and um, it's basically like having a therapist in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, like you are encountering an issue, say at work with an unruly guest, or and you in don't the know how, Yeah, how to handle it. You pull over, you take out your phone, and you message your therapist, and they are right there to help you. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this a little bit in last week's episode, but I'm definitely someone who has phone anxiety. I hate calling people on the phone. Mm-hmm. So this is perfect for me because if I don't want to talk to my therapist on the phone or in person, I can text them, yep. which is such a millennial thing. I know that's just weird, but it's really, really helpful for me. It just makes me feel more comfortable Mm-hmm. using the service and then you For kind sure. of have a record of what you talked about if you're texting mm-hmm. which i really like because i feel like i leave a traditional therapy appointment and then my brain is mush and i have no idea what mm-hmm. was just said like it's mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. just gone so mm-hmm. if, yeah. if you could go back through a text conversation you can kind of remind yourself like oh this is what we discussed and this is what i want to work on and this is a great way of looking at this and whatever mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, for wine and crime listeners, uh, we have a special discount for you. It's $30 off your first month. Um, Mm -hmm. and you get to show support for wine and crime, uh, by using our promo code gals. So check out talkspace.com forward slash gals, G A L S. And it's totally no risk. You can cancel it at any any time if you're unhappy with the service, which I can't imagine you would be, but, um, I do can't see any reason why you guys wouldn't want to give this a try. Uh, we're all pretty much using it, yeah. and it's pretty great. Yeah, it's I feel like fantastic. you can tell our improved moods even <laughs> on the show since we started using Talkspace. <laughs> like, just slightly less off-kilter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic really great. service. Uh, we love it. We're so happy that they're a sponsor. So go check Ooh. them out. Talkspace.com forward slash gals. Thank you, Talkspace. We love you. All right. 
On to my case, which Uh I understood the assignment as murders over petty (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) How long were you doing additional research just to fit your own description? Nope. I thought we were all on the same page, and I'm a little bit sad that we weren't because I was really looking forward to this topic, but it's fine. It's fine. It's still perfect. (laughs) It's great. Um, it's great. It's, it's trying fine. so hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my case, uh, I just want to preface that my case involves a certain pop singer. Um, <gasps> so see if you can guess which one from my clues. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm it's so excited. Nope. Oh. All right. Don't just guess randomly. I haven't given you any clues yet. Okay. It's Nelly. Oh. <laughs> Okay. It was a damn cold night. I know it. Actually, it was two in the afternoon, but whatever. I had to include this line. Poetic license. Um, on, was it April? It was April. Yes. 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 It's yes. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> on March 14th, 2008, in Carroll Stream, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Um, um, can I just remind you of uh, sophomore year of high school when Kenyon, you and I were working <laughs> on The Good Mother and yeah. we listened to that song 8,000 <laughs> times and on repeat for a obsessed, year of high school. <laughs> obsessed with theater nerds basically scream sing crying to avril lavigne no worse picture could be painted <laughs> just braces and overly oh. thick bangs and, and oh. your costume was that track suit yes i had a oh, I my, had my character's costume was a pink velour track suit because you were like an at-home nurse or something oh yeah. my god and it was awesome being under those hot lights when I was on my period wearing that pink velour tracksuit. Whatever. It was fun. We, we won all state at one yeah. act contest one act that year. So you crushed. We're athletes. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Okay. Uh, we lettered in theater. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. I'm so I did sorry. Not. I did not. I that lettered was in my theater. one and only excursion onto the stage. I, I lettered in theater, choir, and almost prom. <laughs> Prom. Because I went to prom three out of four years. If I had gone my freshman year, I would have lettered in prom. I don't think that's a thing. Which is a thing you can do. No, it is. It was a thing you could do at Minnetonka. Yes, it was. I looked into it. Sad. Lucy lettered in debate. So bougie. Oh my god. Okay, (laughs) okay, you guys. Back to this brutal murder. So. All right. It was a damn cold (laughs) night. When Linda Bolek was brutally murdered by her own child. Oh. Yikes. Uh-huh. Life's like this. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> was he That's a the way boy? it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The murder showed all the signs Watch of... Watch it yelling for... <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I included all these lines. Don't skip. <laughs> I'm sorry, you did this. You did this. You did this. Okay. The murder showed all the signs of a classic fit of rage. So obviously somebody was frustrated. (laughs) Oh my God. Why you gotta go and make things so complicated? So an argument erupted. 
Okay. It's going to take three hours for you to get through this. <laughs> An argument erupted, and Linda likely said something along the lines of, chill out, what you yelling for? <laughs> You're trying to be cool, but you look like a fool to me. I mean... <laughs> Can we confirm that this is real? <laughs> but her kid was like, nothing's going right, and everything's a mess. <laughs> and... And no one likes to be alone. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm crying. (laughs) Okay, so Linda was first hit over the head with a glass cognac bottle, then stabbed nine times in the back with a kitchen knife. Oh, my God. And the attack was so violent that the knife blade (laughs) snapped off in Linda's body. Oh this my took God. a turn, <laughs> and now I feel oh, bad Linda. for singing so much. No, there's more yeah. singing, so don't feel bad. Okay, so. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Finally, her killer poured various household cleaning products and chemicals, including Drano, Tylex, and Rapid Insecticide, as well as hot sauce. Was um, it Taco sauce? Bell habanero sauce that was Probably. only here for a limited time? Was Probably. it the ghost pepper sauce from Taco Bell? That's what it was. Oh, ghost yep. pepper. Yep. That'll, uh, that'll decompose a body. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it was poured all over Linda's uh, body as a final act of, quote, humiliation. But that not, is fucked up. Not an attempt to actually dissolve the body or anything like that. Just, just as like a fuck you final thing. But as I we suppose. learned, household cleaners can totally dissolve a body. Mm-hmm. Not totally. The brown sludge, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. It sounds like that. they were just kind of like, you know, drizzled over her. Not mm-hmm. like she was submerged <laughs> in a vat. Drizzled <laughs> the hot sauce. <laughs> sounds delish. Like a well, hot she garnished with cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We are uh, awful. So... I just really want tacos. Okay. Okay. So what possible motive, you ask, would compel someone to brutally murder their own mother? Oh, God. (laughs) Linda's refusal to obtain Skybox tickets from a connected friend. So she had a friend who had Skybox tickets to, like, the local, like, concert venue. And she refused to obtain tickets for an upcoming Avril Lavigne concert. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. And no. But why, though? <laughs> but but we why all... refuse? No. I mean, why didn't you get the tickets? Right. <laughs> well. What's wrong with her? Oh, my God. We <laughs> Actually, need to stop. Okay. it makes some sense because... The Avril fan in question was her child, but he was also a 39-year-old. What? Get your fucking Skybox tickets, you dick. Yeah, what an ass. Yep, yep. It was her 39-year-old son, Robert Lyons, who wanted the tickets to the Avril Lavigne concert. And when his mother refused to get them for him, he brutally murdered her. She probably oh was saying, God. you're a 39-year-old goddamn man. Get them yourself or stop going to Avril Lavigne concerts. She probably yeah. said something like, you fall, you crawl, and you break, <laughs> and you take what you get. <laughs> <laughs> and you turn it into... <laughs> Avril Lavigne tickets in the sky box. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Right. Oh, my 
God. <sighs> All right. What so, an asshole. He was her son. She was his mom. Oh my what God. more can I say? <laughs> Ew, God. He was a boy. And she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? All right. Okay, so. She had so many hits. Robert. All of these lines coming from the same two songs. Same, like three or four. Yeah. Um, I did start to listen to some B sides and whoo. Not great. Yeah. There was a Nickelback cover. No. No. Yeah. Oh, no, No, Avril. No, Avril. No. She was my eyeliner inspo in high school, though. She was. So great. I, I wore her hair like so those cut-off glove things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wore the those. cut-off gloves. Yeah. You did wear those gloves. <laughs> yeah. I remember those gloves. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really wanted like oh, pink oh, no. tips on my hair. <laughs> oh, yep. Absolutely. God damn. I wanted my hair to be that straight. Mm-hmm. So straight. Okay. Impossible. So smooth. Impossible. Okay, so Robert, the 39-year-old adult son murderer... Um, Yuck. hadn't come over unannounced. Get out. Stop. <laughs> this is getting absurd. He had actually moved back in with his mother the year before. Um, mm-hmm. And that was because Robert struggled with serious mental health and aggression issues. Yes, um, you don't say. Yeah, since he was a teenager and he had been diagnosed uh, with bipolar disorder and he had been prescribed medication for it in the past. But at the time of the murder, he was not taking his pills. Mm-hmm. And, Clearly. Um, had been self-medicating with marijuana. So, mm-hmm. perfect combination. Yeah. Um, I feel like homicide people. is the last thing I'm up for, though, in that You're also situation. not bipolar. Yeah. And off your true. meds. Right. Mm, that's true. And though marijuana is, like, incredibly safe in a lot of ways it can interact with people's brain chemistry in different ways especially if you're already struggling with like paranoia mm-hmm. it yeah. can exacerbate a lot of those issues yes for sure never so you have to be careful paranoia from it but some people do yeah, yeah. they do especially if it was spice as we yeah. went over spice. that one time mm-hmm. this was 2008 though so i don't think that was really a thing yet mm-hmm. oh is it so no. um, it, they would be calling it like chemical marijuana. Yeah, synthetic. Yeah. Synthetic. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm picturing the guy from Drop Dead Gorgeous who was on the panel of judges who's like, I'm just uh, watching the young girls. Oh, God. Yes. He kind of looks like that. Do you want to go look at pictures? <gasps> yes. Is he holding an eight millimeter camera? Oh, my God. His hairline. Mm-hmm. Which one is look- it? It's the same guy. He has the Herman Munster hairline. He's got Which like photo? dark. He's got like dark hair, and one Lucy, photo his he forehead, has like a terrible fake tan on his face. His forehead is an M. Look for the guy whose forehead <laughs> is a perfect M. No. Oh my god, it is an M. Oh, the glasses oh, photo is later. But do you see the bad fake tan photo? Yeah. Oh, he was just prepping for the concert. Mm-hmm. He has Trying to look his a best. witch's peak that could rival Fran Drescher's. Mm-hmm. A widow's peak. Widow's peak. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. Not a witch. Not a witch. <laughs> okay. That so, tan. Yeah, it's, it's real bad. It's so bad. I think he got some of those chemicals on his face. Maybe. The mm. only thing that would explain that. Little Drano face. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Linda, he was living with his mom, and she wanted to look after him because he had all these issues, but at the same time, she wasn't, like, pushing him to take his medication you know she was like mm-hmm. a little bit hands off with that stuff and so he was mm-hmm. that's sensitive topic yeah he wasn't doing great so um but before he moved in she had been excited to have him come live with her again and she told friends that she was looking forward to having some help around the house Aww, and some help paying the bills Linda. and like to spend more time with her son and all this stuff um was but, his father out of the picture I didn't read anything about his father. I mean, he's so it she, kinda sounds an like adult it. man, but she mm-hmm. was not still married to the father because she had a boyfriend. Uh, and okay. I mean, he's thirty nine. His father—it's possible his father wasn't even alive at that point. That's true. Yeah, well, yeah I don't know anything about the dad. <clears throat> so, um, okay, so reality did not quite live up to Linda's optimistic expectations. You might say mm-hmm. things were complicated. Oh my God! The cannon, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Mother and son argued frequently over Robert's failure to do household chores or generally pull his own weight. Um, Linda apparently did everything for him: grocery shop, cooked, bought his clothes, Jesus. washed his clothes, Linda. fucking oh my everything. God. Honey, surprised um, she didn't murder him, right? Um, I mean, also. Yeah. Not surprisingly, given the whole Avril Levine thing, uh, but Robert seemed to be incredibly immature for his age and just kind of like strange. Yeah, just kind of an oddball. Yeah. For example, he was a oh, regular no. at a local Outback Steakhouse restaurant. That's weird in itself. Mm. Uh, yeah. I disagree. I love <laughs> Outback. And if I had one near my home, I'd be a regular at the local Outback Steakhouse. Have you ever had a Wallaby Darn? onion no (laughs) it's like a it's like a frozen bellini basically that they have there with vodka peach vodka Mm. see Mm. outback is bomb you guys Mm -hmm. telling you i've never been to one i think if you even did have an outback steakhouse by your house you wouldn't be that level of regular because you don't know how i live (laughs) (laughs) I love Outback Steakhouse so much. I work, work here now. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but he, the manager said that he was there uh, every day from four thirty p.m. until close. Wow! And Ugh, every and, day, yeah. Eating? And he didn't, yeah. And he didn't work there. He just was there. And then he had apparently, Robert had gotten in arguments with his mom over his little habit of bringing flowers to the waitresses there. No. Nope. Okay, you're right. Get the fuck out. Ew. Ew. No. These are all very expensive habits, I just want to point out. Yeah. I mean, you can, I doubt Outback's going to kick you out. For yeah. like sitting at a table nursing a blooming onion for six hours and like drinking milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if he was eating there picture. every day and buying mm-hmm. flowers, it, it, it but adds he's up not, for sure. He has he's living rent free. Mm-hmm. He, Did he have a he job? Does, yeah, he works construction. Oh. Um and he's he living rent free, doesn't pay for his own clothes or groceries yep. or whatever, or concert tickets. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, so he's a fucking weirdo gross dude. So after the murder, 
Robert uh, lights scented candles around the condo and wedges a chair under the front doorknob and then leaves out the back. Um, okay. He changed his clothes because they are covered in blood. Um, yep. And drives to a nearby bookstore where he purchases a book. Don't know what book. Really tried to find out. Um, That's important. That, I know. Um, so, listeners, if you can find out what book Robert Lyons purchased after the brutal murder of his mother, we really need to know. It was uh, probably like an Outback Steakhouse recipe book. Recipe book. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and a book on, like, wildflowers of his area. How do they get these onions to bloom? I just don't know. <laughs> it's a blooming mystery. Uh, okay. So, at one point, he called a friend and explained that he had gotten into a violent altercation with his mother and when the friend asked if the mother was okay because Robert was like six foot and the mom was like five two um, and old yeah she was in her 60s um the friend so the friend was like well is your mom okay and he just said no oh that's creepy Uh, and so then the friend hung up and called 911 Mm -hmm. um so then several hours later like the police are trying to find him since the friend's phone call <clears throat> and some police like were dispatched to the apartment and they found the mother dead and like Aww. basically mutilated. Um, and so the, the police managed to track his car, a red mini Cooper, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a Ford, a Ford escape. Um, to we need a, a red local- mini Cooper episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To a local Hooters restaurant. What the fuck is wrong with this man? I mean, (laughs) it's been bad enough, but that's just, that has sent me over the edge. (laughs) His food and restaurant choices are not bothering me in the slightest. Oh my God. (laughs) So he was apparently eating some boneless wings at the counter. That's pure speculation. Um, I'm so hungry. <laughs> watching, watching his back like he can't relax. Um, <laughs> like you can't relax. <laughs> okay. He's trying to be cool, but he looks like a fool to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so a six-day trial was held in 2011, and his defense team tried to argue that Linda had threatened him with a kitchen knife, uh, saying that she would cut out his eye. Yeah, okay. multiple character witnesses testified that Linda was, like, a super wonderful person and, like, very dedicated and loving mom, and, like, she just was trying to help him, and so it's fucking bullshit. Um, Mm Yeah. Uh, the defense team also tried to get the charges reduced from first degree murder to second degree murder, arguing that the attack had not been premeditated, but Mm, right before the murder. So like within an hour before the murder occurred, Robert had uh, stepped out to go buy candy and rubber gloves from yeah. a convenience store. Oh, the candy is creepy. It's gross. Oh it's gross. So gross. I Don't ruin candy for me, Robert. <laughs> so he claimed later that he needed the rubber gloves for work, but another witness at his work testified that 
he would have no need for that thin rubber gloves at a construction job and that all the like workplace materials were provided for them. They didn't need to bring anything. If he were thinking, he would have gotten some flaming Hot Cheetos and then claimed he Mm. needed the gloves to eat those because that would make sense. Smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never eat flaming Hot Cheetos while you're also DJing. Oh, God. How? Or after you cut jalapenos. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, Robert's diary was also entered into evidence. They always keep a diary. For fuck's sake. Dear diary. Stop it. Oh, my God. Uh, Today, my mother wouldn't buy me Avril Lavigne tickets, so I had to murder her. Mm -hmm. Did he? And he is British. Diarize his crime. He didn't diarize. After the murder occurred, but he had apparently been keeping some sort of tally or score between himself and his mother for weeks. About what? Probably about arguments or like, you know, comebacks Mm. or insults or whatever. Oh, my God. He is disturbed. Yeah. That is terrifying. And he had also been uh, fantasizing about killing a fictional character with knives and a liquor bottle, which just so mm-hmm. happened to be how mm-hmm. he killed his mother. God. Yeah. Um, so jurors deliberated for barely two hours before Robert was found guilty of first degree murder and sentenced to 40 years in prison. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, he is currently serving time at the Dixon uh, Correctional Center, which is a medium security prison in Illinois. He is projected to be released on parole in 2048 when he will be around 77 years old. Ugh. I hope he got back on his medication. I mean, I think in prison, assume I think in prison they're monitoring that fairly closely, I'd hope. Yeah. But I I think you can you can refuse. I think you can refuse medication in prison. I think I don't know. I don't know. Um, But anyway, so much for my happy ending. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake! (laughs) So much for my happy ending. Just needed one Uh, more in there. uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my case. Oh my God! You are a terrible human. Yeah. I'm a really bad person. Yeah. I loved it. Good. Poor um, Linda. That's awful. She was just I trying know. to help. She was I do feel she bad sounded for Linda. like a nice mom and just a nice lady and her son was not getting the mental health help that he desperately no. needed and was also just like a weirdo and not mental health related but just like in general a weirdo. Um Yeah. And yeah, it's tragic. It's not good. Don't be well, a 39 year old man that goes to Avril Lavigne concerts. No. Yeah, no, please don't. I He's have just two, scoping out the young girls. I have two <laughs> small cases, neither of which include Avril Lavigne lyrics, but I will do my best. <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> um, I was thoroughly excited to be doing a Beyond Stupid episode, mostly because, you know, Florida. Um, yeah. So both oh. of my cases are out of Florida. Yes. I'm going to start with one of. The most relatable stories of all time, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, Four friends entered Palm Coast Pizza in Palm Coast, Florida, with high hopes of satiating snacks. Mm -hmm. However, one friend, 25-year-old Jessica Conti, 
Not Conti. Conti. Conti? I love that you you knew Knew. exactly. I knew. Was she a Cont, though? (laughs) I mean, mean, she totally was. We're about to find out. My college, my college mascot was terrible. It was a continental soldier, Mm -hmm. but like, (laughs) (laughs) so I just found out today actually that like this new generation of college kids has changed the motto to (laughs) "Roll Cons." (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Anyway. Jessa became understandably enraged when the garlic knots she'd ordered came out incorrectly. Okay. How do you fuck up garlic knots? Well, they had cheese on them, and she didn't order her garlic knots with cheese, goddammit. I would Mm -hmm. never be upset about getting extra cheese. I know. It's like, bitch, why didn't you get the cheese? But she didn't want the cheese. She didn't want the cheese. Yep. I get Um, that. I feel that. the, The pizza shop employees refunded her for said knots. But Jessica felt disrespected by the way the employee slapped the money down on the table in front of her and became completely enraged. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> While Jessica, this is where I feel like <laughs> this could be me I get, as Jessica I get and it. you guys <laughs> I as my friends. <laughs> While Jessica was throwing a fit, her three friends waiting for her outside, Vincent, 23, Sean, 32, and Harim, 26, came into the shop to see what the holdup was. Hold me back. Hold me back. (laughs) Because your best friends are expected to have your back at all times and for all reasons. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They began to trash the pizza shop in support of Jessica's displeasure (laughs) over the incident with the garlic knots. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got your backs all day long, ladies. I'd be there for you. Pushed the cash register to the floor, went behind the counter into the kitchen, started throwing food and pizza boxes everywhere. And one suspect went as far as to throw a glass shaker of Parmesan cheese into a television. Oh, <laughs> that's Kenyan. Yeah, that would have been I Kenyan. I love Parmesan. And as soon as it Just shattered, it'd be like, shocking. ooh, I didn't quite mean to throw it that hard. Sorry. My, my, my whole second suitcase coming back to it's South Africa from the States shakers. every year is just things, <laughs> massive things of Kraft Parmesan cheese. I'm not kidding I you guys. It's a whole cupboard it. in my house. I know what I'm getting you for your wedding. Yeah, yes. your wedding gift is a lifelong supply yes. of craft Parmesan. Please. Can I go to Sam's Club and get the really big one? Yep, yes. we got you. So police were called, and though the four friends had fled before the police arrived, um, a couple witnesses recognized a member of the devoted friend group and ratted them out. Um, the pizza vandals were arrested and each charged with burglary and criminal mischief as well as spending a night in jail did they steal Uh, anything though they didn't steal anything that's what burglary Uh, is I think you can I don't know I feel like trespassing and burglary and I don't know it's all Mm -hmm. linked together I I didn't think they stole anything but I don't fucking know well maybe they didn't pay their overall bill Mm. That's true. They could have gotten food and didn't And they pay knocked or... over the cash register, so maybe they did take some cash on their way mm. out. It's definitely possible. Um, <laughs> one of the friends had uh, marijuana on him, so oops, marijuana possession. That <laughs> one would God. be Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know how I live. 
damages were estimated at $995.50 or approximately 221 large orders of garlic knots, <laughs> which, according to the Palm Coast Pizza website, run at about $450 in order. Oh, God. I looked it up. <laughs> How there much was it with of both cheese? The friends and the knots on the drive. All <laughs> the knots. Yep, oh pretty God. great. Ew, that so that's looks story awful. number one. Whatever, I think they look good. Well, they're missing any, the cheese. They need if, cheese. They need cheese. She's such a they cunt. They have the cheese on them. They look a lot <laughs> she's better. She's such a cunt. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Unless she's lactose intolerant. Oh, my God. She this, might be. This freeze frame of the Fox 39 report with all four of their photos <laughs> over yeah. a big cheesy garlic knots. <laughs> That's just a final slap in the face. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh, Sean and Cody. My looks last like story, a also out of Florida. I call him the Dine and Dash Dingus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about the pizza vandals. Now we're talking about the Dine and Dash Dingus. <laughs> we're going to travel to Delray Beach, Florida. We're going to visit the <laughs> Dubliner Irish Pub, oh, just like 41-year-old Peter Gaffey did back in 2014. <laughs> According to police, Peter enjoyed a less-than-lavish meal and libations until the wee hours of the morning at the Dubliner Pub. But when it came time for the establishment to close and for Peter to pay his $30 bar tab, <laughs> he refused. Did he have one drink? I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't look up their website, so I couldn't see the price point and try yeah. to figure out what he ordered. Pubs but are pricey. Later You're date. paying for the atmosphere. When the bar manager... So, I mean, I know a lot of you out there have gone to bars, but if you haven't, a lot of times if you go to a bar and you open a tab, they'll take your credit card mm -hmm. and they'll hold your card to ensure that you don't walk out on your tab, or if you mm -hmm. do walk out on your tab, they can still pay it. Mm -hmm. So... The manager attempted to close the tab on a debit card that Peter had used to open the tab, but the card was declined. Oh, Could, what an ass. I mean, I've been there where I couldn't afford to go out because I had less than 30 in my bank account, but then don't go out. Right. Yeah. Don't yeah. dash um, like a dingus. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Instead of facing the music or phoning a friend, Peter decides to make a break for it. Because mm. <laughs> they don't have the his bar. name and debit card number. Uh, Oh, that'll come back. Okay. I'm sure Peter ran will. for the bar and attempted to make his getaway in his black Mercedes, which begs what? the question, how can you not afford a $30 bar tab? Right. Like, how? What an ass. How? <laughs> I don't know. Fortunately for the police and unfortunately for Peter, he was drunk as a skunk. So drunk, in fact, that he got into the wrong car. Oh, or like so was he trying didn't to get into the Mercedes? wrong car. No, he did, but oh. there were two in the parking lot. Oh. <laughs> and he was trying to get into the wrong one. The and he wanted to report, just make his problem infinitely worse by getting a drunk driving charge on right. top of it. Of course. Yeah. And a grand theft auto charge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this would have been bad. <laughs> the police report states, quote, as it turns out, Gaffy was so intoxicated that he didn't realize he was at the wrong black Mercedes and that his was across the street, rendering his getaway plan null. Mm -hmm. <laughs> police found Peter sitting on the ground, leaning against the Mercedes that wasn't his, 
defeated. <laughs> Dejected. <laughs> Dejected. Yeah, like Unwilling. he just slumps to the ground. He was like, well, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> but he was unwilling to cooperate with police or give his name, so the police had no choice but to simply walk back inside to the bar <laughs> and grab the debit card that he had left there. Oh my Peter God. was arrested on fraud and resisting arrest charges, dried out in the drunk tank, and went home the next day with hefty fines, hopefully in the right car this time. <laughs> oh. oh my God. So yeah. those are my petty crimes. Okay. Yep. Love it. And I want to do 800 more episodes on these topics. So oh, let's we will definitely stay do a more podcast. in these Beyond Stupid, this Beyond Stupid series for mm-hmm. sure. I love it mm-hmm. so much. They're so much fun. And it's nice to break it up for us too, because when you're research, I mean, I guess mine was a brutal murder still. But yeah. Yeah. Yours was not that as funny. It, Chill out. Thanks. What you yell and The for. case itself, I mean, you definitely did your best Name to lighten it, it up it's appropriately or otherwise. <laughs> and if you could only let it be, then you will see. Alright. <laughs> Special thanks this week. I like you to Avril Lavigne to Avril. for everything. When everything. soundtrack of our lives. Driving in my car. All right, all right, all right. The wrong, the wrong car. Mercedes <laughs> As I'm slumped down by a car, and I say, put cheese did. on my garlic knots. <laughs> You'll I pay the price. <laughs> I said, no cheese. Szechuan <laughs> <Sash> sauce. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh right. my fucking god. Okay, special okay. thanks. I'll stop. Now. Special thanks to uh let's let's rotate. I'll do the first. Yes. Uh, Allison okay. Allison Timlitz. Woo. Timlitz. Ashley Rob. Mm-hmm. Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob. <laughs> um Lena Cohen? Lena? 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 Lena. Lala Lala Cohen. L Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my turn Erica Vermette <laughs> Dominique no last name just like Cher I love it <laughs> Dominique Avril okay. only that was, the, that was the singing nun it's always uh, appropriate Avril <laughs> only anyway Sarah with an H Walker mm-hmm. have fun with this one <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a tuna moment. Uh, Marit Martine Frunsdal nailed Fr- it. Frunsdal. Frunsdal. She lives in Norway, probably mm. somewhere like that. <clears throat> no, she Beautiful. does. I mailed her wine glass yesterday. All right, Mariti. Marit. On my on my way to Burger King. <clears throat> Love it. I'm so hungry. Risa. Proud mama of a son who is the assistant director of an upcoming indie horror movie, Rave. So check that out. Yeah. Indie horror movies. Is it movies. Risa or is it Rissa? Rissa. I think it's Rissa. Like Marissa. Like Clarissa explains it all. Like Harissa. A very trendy no. spice. Okay. Okay. True that. Thank you, Rissa. I thought it was Harissa. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Megan Dillard, and this 
uh, person wants to shout out her new podcast. It's called Oddballs. It's coming out on October 13th. We'll definitely check it out. You should check it out, too. Good work, Megan. Keep it up. Thank you for supporting us, and we can't wait to check out your show. Hell yeah. Lady Pod Squad. What up? Get it. Oh, in my turn. And oh last my but not God. least. You're so fucking terrible at this. I'm so sorry. And you um, always want to rotate and then you I'm can't sorry. do it. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not perfect. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have to go and make things so complicated. Okay, so Lynn Ann Price is uh, donating at our highest tier level, and um, we love her for it. Thank and you, Lynn Ann. She would like to shout out her daughter, Amber, and best friend, Nicole, who are also fans of the show. And um, she has sent in her uh, future episode topic slash case suggestion, because that is one of the rewards for donating at the highest tier level, is you get to pick an episode topic in case. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is coming up soon. Stay tuned for that. All right. That's all we got. Thank, Thank you. you. All. We love you. We love you. Go and, and go get some Taco Bell for me. Yeah, I am and, literally going to get Taco Bell right now. I'm reaching for ni- my keys. <laughs> and be nice to your managers and servers. And leave uh, your airsoft yes, guns please. at home, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. just all guns That would be great. That'd be cool. Oh, Got ghost, ghost pepper would sauce. go back. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! What's up, everybody? It's Dan Hill from the Dan and Cody Podcast. Now, after you're done listening to every single episode of Wine and Crime, head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or Stitcher, and check out the Dan and Cody Podcast. That's Cody with a K. I know what you're saying right now. You're like, what the hell's the Dan and Cody Podcast? We're a comedy podcast. We focus on daily L.A. life, pop culture, current events, whatever happens in our lives that we think is funny we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram at dan cody podcast i 100 percent guarantee you will at least grin a little bit you might smile just a tiny teensy little bit let's get together let's hold hands let's listen to podcasts all day at work at home, in the bathtub, and fuck that patriarchy, man. Dan and Cody podcast. Come on. You know it. You know you want to listen. Come on. Come on.